Welcome to Shields on Hoops podcast, the premier Syracuse basketball podcast, at least in my own mind, uh, where we cover Syracuse basketball in depth, offer um, unique analysis and perspectives, and take a look at the numbers, as well as the Syracuse scheme and game plan. Today, we're previewing Virginia Tech. Um, I'm Shields on Hoops. You can find me on Twitter, Shields on Hoops. You can find me on Substack and subscribe to our newsletter, uh, free newsletter, Shields on Hoops. And you can also subscribe to this podcast. I'd appreciate it. Help it grow. We'd love to have more Syracuse fans listen to the content. And that's all I'm going to pitch for the day. All right, so the Orange are hosting the Hokies of Virginia Tech this evening. Um, 7 p.m. tip-off. Syracuse just lost, as we are aware, a tough one to UVA on the road. Came back from 23 down, cut things to close before ultimately uh, conceding to the Cavs. The Hokies are coming off four losses in a row, BC, Wake, Clemson, and NC State. So not terrible, terrible losses, but when they're all stringed together like that, it's not a good look. Don't be fooled, though. Um, Virginia Tech has not had Hunter Couture, one of the best guards in the, uh, in the conference, great shooter. Uh, during that losing streak, and obviously he would be a big piece tonight if he plays against the Orange. Apparently he is a game-time decision. I believe I was on the Virginia Tech board today, a message board today, and, and they said that he was in sweats during warm-ups. I don't know what that means, or not during warm-up, but a walk-through. So I don't know if that means he's not playing or what, but that's what was said on the message boards. We'll find out a little bit later. Personally, especially with Couture playing, I think the Hokies offer a really tough matchup uh, for the Orange in the zone. They have guards who can shoot it. Sean Padula is at 34.8. Darius Maddox at 30.9. Couture is at 40.3. They also have a big in uh, Grant Basile who can also shoot it. He's 39.1% from three. And then they have Justin Mutz. All right, Justin Mutz had a triple-double last year. Uh, just absolutely annihilated the Syracuse zone. He's a nightmare in there. Um, he can catch and shoot. He can catch and drive it. He can catch and kick. He rebounds. He does all the little things well. He's kind of like a point forward kind of player. Um, he can also shoot it from three. He's 10 for 22. Not often, but that's 45.5% clip. Pretty impressive. Uh, the other curveball tonight is that uh, Rodney Rice, top 50 recruit from last year, the um, highest recruit in Mike Young's coaching career uh, to commit to one of his teams is now eligible to play, not eligible, but um, able to play. He's been hurt uh, for, this, for the season, um, offers him a new dimension. He's a shooting guard, 6'3", and he can shoot it. Um, or at least based in high school, he can shoot it. Now, we all know that uh, recruits and freshmen don't always translate immediately. Some do, some don't. We'll see with Rice tonight. He might be more of a, an impactful member of the game in round two um, in a couple of weeks when these teams match up in Blacksburg. Uh, but he might do well tonight as well. Uh, while the Hokies have lost four in a row, and they've lost five total, right? They've all been close games. Uh, they've lost five total games this year by 16 points. That's not a lot, all right? That's, that's a small amount of uh, margin of error. A couple plays go a different way, and you're looking at a team with two, maybe one, even one, one loss, one, two, three losses. Uh, in, con in comparison, Syracuse has lost six games by a total of 58. All right, let's look at the matchup. Sorry, a little, uh, little cold here. Sorry about the, about the sniffles. Uh, Syracuse at 88 in Ken Palm right now. Virginia Tech is at 41. 
The Hokies have been up high in the, in the 20s, but have slid recently, obviously because of losses. Um, and their biggest win, well, I don't know if this goes into Ken Palm analytics, their biggest win is North Carolina, and uh, Armando Baycott did not play in that one. So they're a little, they're a good team, okay? They're a little suspect. Uh, 7 p.m. tip, like I said, Ken Palm has the Hokies winning this one, 70 to 68. It's a 44% win probability for, for the Hokies. And most spreads have the spread at about Virginia Tech by two or so. 18th all-time matchup between Syracuse and Tech. Syracuse leads this series 11-6. to six. They're 6-4 six and four in the last 10 matchups, and they've won two of the last three. Uh, last time these guys played, uh, Syracuse lost to, to Virginia Tech by a score of 72-59 in Blacksburg last February, and that's when Justin Mutt just went crazy. After this one, Syracuse gets to enjoy that so much, the so the great Saturday-Monday um, segment of the schedule. They'll host Notre Dame on Saturday, which is a good thing, and then they'll travel to 43 Miami on Monday, which is going to be a tough, tough turnaround uh, for the Orange. All right, so Virginia Tech. Like I said, they're, for, they're 41st in Ken Palm. Uh, they got wins against number 22, Carolina, 31, Oklahoma State, 45 Dayton, 54 Penn State. So some decent wins in there. They have um, some cupcakes in there too. They have four of their wins are against teams above 292. Uh, losses, uh, their worst lost to 172 BC, who they struggle against for some reason all the time. Uh, they lost to 83 Wake, 81 Charleston, 53 Clemson, Clemson, and 33 NC State. NC State knocking on the top 25 door. What they're good at. Actually, these are things that are top 75 in the country in. Uh, they don't turn it over, right? Eighth best at protecting the ball. Top 10 team in the country at protecting the ball. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, defensive free throw rate, they keep teams off the line. They're 29th. Uh, defensive effective field goal percentage, they're 55th. Offensive efficiency, they're 39th. Um, offensive two-point percentage, uh, they are 46th. Um, overall effective field goal percentage, 52nd. So they're, they're pretty efficient um, in what they do. Uh, it's a Mike Young team. Uh, they 61st in defending the two-pointers, point, two 66th in defending threes, and they're 75th in overall free throw percentage. So they're good at some things, and they're good, their overall efficiency is good. They don't have like much beyond taking care of the ball that is like just blistering good, um, but they are just overall solid. What they're not good at, and these are good things, right? Uh, offensive rebounding, right? They're 215th in the country. So they're not a great offensive rebounding team, which is a great news for the Orange. Defensive turnover percentage, they don't turn teams over, 256th. And then offensive free throw rate, they don't get to the line. They're 325th. Now, neither the Syracuse, but Tech is 325th in the country at getting to the free throw line uh, versus uh, field goal attempts. So they're not going to be there a lot. They don't give a lot, up a lot of assists on made field goals. They're 38th in the country. So they force teams to, to score off the bounce. They force teams to do things on their own, which I don't know if it's a positive or a negative for Syracuse. I think Syracuse has guys who can score that way. So we'll see. They don't score much from the foul line, like I said, 318th. And they don't play a lot of guys. Now, this might change a little bit, um, but they're 319th in the country in bench minutes. So not a lot of guys are getting a lot of burn. Compare and contrast some, some interesting statistics and how they compare to each other. Uh, Syracuse defense not been good all year, 118th in the country. They do place, face a top 40 offense in Virginia Tech tonight. Uh, Syracuse has done a good job of forcing turnovers, 86th in the country. Uh, but Tech is elite at taking care of the ball, so we'll see how that translates. 
Uh, one, like I said before, one of Syracuse's weaknesses has been keeping teams off the glass offensively. They're 345th in the country. It's really, really bad. Uh, the Hokies, however, don't get a bunch of offensive rebounds. Both teams are good at, and this is the foul line thing, right? Both teams are good at keeping teams off the line, and both teams are bad at getting to the line. So, like, neither these teams, both these teams keep teams off it, and both these teams don't go on it. So, don't expect a lot of free throws tonight. Might be a quick game. Uh, Syracuse is taking care of the ball this year, 78th best, and Tech hasn't been turning things over. So that's a good sign for the Orange as well. Uh, Virginia Tech is 256 in the country at turnovers. Or, um, yeah, as, as far as um, turning teams over. They don't do it very often. Key personnel and player stats. Uh, you know, the team kind of runs through their main five um, obviously, and there's there's not a ton after that, right? So you got Sean Padula, so- sophomore guard, playing almost 36 minutes a game. Justin Mutz is playing is a senior. He's playing 32.7 minutes. Darius Maddox is playing almost 32. Hunter Couture, when he's healthy, is playing almost 32. Basile's playing 26, right? They got three guys in double figures in Padula, 17.3. Mutz, 13.1. And Basile, 13.2. Uh, Mutz averages 8.2 rebounds as well. And Basile, five rebounds. And then their main assist guys are Padula and Mutz. Padula at 4.3 and Mutz at 3.5. So um, Padula and Mutz are among the most, or Basile, are among the most used players in the country. What I mean by that is, they're both top 500 in the country individually in percentage of possessions used and in percentage of shots taken. So those two guys are going to take a lot of shots and Mutz and Couture and Maddox are going to kind of fill in the gaps. But look for Padula and Basile to shoot a ton. It might be different tonight against the zone. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Like I said, three of their five typical starters are top 500 in minutes played percentage. Uh, Padula, Mutz, and Maddox. They have four guys shooting over 33.3% from three, and Maddox is at 30.9, so he's not bad. And they're potentially adding another shooter in Rodney Rice. So they got guys who can shoot it. Um, The biggest thing for me, I think, is Justin Mutz. Um, He scores. He can shoot it. He's athletic. He blocks shots. He rebounds. He passes well. He gets a lot of steals. Um, He'll be operating – playing the point guard position in the middle of the zone. He is an issue, okay? He is an issue. Uh, so good news for Syracuse. All right, good news for the Orange. The Hokies have not played well in the Dome. It, really, they haven't played well in the Northeast. I'm going to count Pittsburgh and BC and Syracuse in that category. Uh, they're two and six on the road since 2020 against those teams. They are one and seven at Syracuse since 2000. So they've only won one time um, in the Dome. So they don't play well up here, typically. Same thing for football, right? Uh, Virginia Tech isn't a great offensive rebounding team, like I said. That's a good thing for Syracuse always with their struggles. Uh, and this might be a game where Jesse Edwards can kind of play and, and, and be more effective. Uh, Tech doesn't have a ton of size and physicality. Uh, they got some length here and there, but it's not like I – don't, I don't feel like Edwards would be pushed around as much in this game. So we might, we might be able to get him some looks, uh, get him involved. It might be a more effective game for him tonight, which would also is it's always a good thing. When Jesse plays well, Syracuse plays well. Bad news for the Orange, potentially. I mean, this roster for Virginia Tech could look a whole lot different than – how do you even predict at this point? Like, how, like, you don't know what Rodney Rice is going to be like. You don't know if Couture is going to play or how much he's going to play or what he's going to look like. Um, they've been trying different lineups. They've been trying to go his size a little bit. 
uh, and letting the, the uh, I think it's uh, his last name's Kid, let him play a little bit more. So they've been experimenting with lineups, trying to figure things out. So you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. So it makes it hard to kind of defensive game plan. So, um, it, yeah, it's just, we'll, we'll see what they do. I don't, I don't know. Uh, they have all the parts to be a zone-busting team, like I said. they got shooters. They have a good point guard who can find people. Uh, they have mutts in the middle. They have some bigs who can score. So they definitely have all the pieces to be a tough matchup for the zone. And this – now, look, you, as a Syracuse fan, right, Every at this point every game feels like a must-win. Uh, this, this might be a must-win for the Hokies too because after this, they, they play number 13 UVA. They play 53 Clemson. And they play 27 Duke. Okay, so that's three tough games. They've already lost four in a row. They lose this. They're looking at five in a row. They got those three tough games right there. I mean, that's a, that's a skid that is going to be very tough. Um, then, they, then they play Syracuse again in Blacksburg before playing UV or before getting Miami and then UVA again. So, I mean, this is a really – I know Syracuse is in a tough schedule stretch here. This is a tough schedule stretch for um, Virginia Tech. And the way the Hokies are looking at things – is that Syracuse is kind of that break game in between these tough matchups where they need to get those wins. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Two teams that really need to win. Some burning questions for me. Again, how does Syracuse defend the zone attack, especially if Couture is back? Uh, will Syracuse finally, for the love, start pressing during the game? During the game. Instead of when the game's almost over. And can Syracuse finally get off to a relatively decent positive start? Okay, Can the Orange get off to a good start? Um, I would say maybe bonus for me would be uh, a burning question for me or something I'm wondering is, you know, what's the rotation going to be? Who knows? It could be anything. You know, Chris Bell might play 30 minutes. He might play five. Maybe Quadier Copeland plays 12 tonight. Maybe Justin Taylor plays three or he plays 34. Who in the world knows, um, right? Who's going who's gonna to get in the Bayheim bad or the doghouse early? I, I, don't, I don't know. So that's another question that I have. Um, if Syracuse wins, right, that's a quality That's a quality win. It's an upset. Um, it's a game they're not supposed to win. It, it helps on their – certainly helps with uh, Ken Palm and Nett. Um, they go 11-6 and six and 4-2 and two in the ACC. It's the biggest win of the year. If they win tonight, it's the biggest win of the year. If Syracuse loses, they're supposed to, right? This is a game that's teetering on toss-up, but Tech has a little edge um, analytically. So if they lose, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, it's not enjoyable, but it's what's supposed to happen. Prediction for me tonight, uh, if Couture does not play, I've got Syracuse winning this thing by, by three to five. If Couture does play, I've got the Hokies by six to eight. Um, I do think that Couture is a difference maker. Um, he stretches the floor. He's Even if he doesn't play too much, I think he makes a, a, enough of an impact, um, potentially on the result of the game, honestly. Uh that's about it for me, guys. Um, real short, just you know, just over 15 minutes today. Uh, please feel free to reach out on Twitter, comment on the podcast, comment on the post. Um, the more you guys are engaged, the more that algorithm likes me, the more Syracuse fans we get here and continue to build this uh, community of, of thoughtful Orange fans who look at the game from an intelligent perspective and try to uh, make sense of the way Syracuse does the things they do. So that's it for me. Uh, again, if you guys need anything or have any questions or want to amp up the discussion, just reach out and we'll, we'll talk all things Syracuse hoops. Again, 7 p.m. tip-off for the Orange tonight against the Hokies of Virginia Tech um, in the Dome where the Hokies have not played well and Syracuse 
has recently had a pretty good stretch against the maroon and orange. That's it for me. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, guys. I'm out of here. Have a good one.